Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu may the peace and blessings of God be unto you Hello dear listeners welcome once again to Voice of Islam Jamaica brought to you by the Ahmadiyya Muslim community here in Jamaica Voice of Islam is an educational program which seeks to address your questions and concerns and all that you need to know about the religion of Islam I am your host Imam Ibrahim Fawson Voice of Islam is sponsored by the Ahmadiyya Muslim community and for the knowledge of those new listeners the Ahmadiyya Muslim community is one of the over 70 denominations or sects in Islam which believes in the advent of the promised Messiah his holiness Mirza Ghulam Ahmed of Qadian the Ahmadiyya Muslim community is spread across over 200 countries and we believe in love for god's creation and our motto has always been love for all and hatred for none we are in the month of december and in december most christians across the world do celebrate christmas and in doing so they look forward to the birth of jesus christ may peace be upon him and some christians basically see him as son of god however a vast majority of christians also see him to be god himself who um came in the person of a human being we muslims believe as we have stated several times in jesus christ may peace be upon him actually it is one of the fundamental beliefs in islam to believe in all prophets jesus christ included However we we believe in him as a prophet of God and not God himself. Today we shall take a look at was Jesus really God? That is the topic we're going to look at. Was Jesus really God? Did he ever claim that he was God? And then we take a look at some of the weaknesses that we human beings share which he also shared with us. For which reason the Quran and also the Bible uh, support the fact that whoever shares some of these weaknesses does not in any form or shape qualify to be called god to help me do this discussion i am joined by imam tariq azim president and missionary in charge of the ahmadiyya muslim community here in jamaica imam sab assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh May peace and blessings of God be upon you and all the listeners. Thank you very much Imam Sab. Um last week in our previous um episodes we try to establish the fact that um Jesus Christ was not born in the month of December and also the fact that he never even at once celebrated his birthday. Christmas was not something that he had any idea about. He never celebrated it. neither um of his disciples also celebrated christmas and then also um we talked about a variety of topics last week today as i stated earlier we shall take a look at the fact that um jesus christ is seen by many as god does the holy quran also support such a view that he was god or any other human being could you know be equated to god The Holy Quran is very um you know straightforward and direct in this matter. For example, chapter number 
third last chapter of the Holy Quran. It is a very short chapter of mere five verses. Okay. But the the Holy Prophet, founder of Islam, Prophet Muhammad, peace Salam be upon him, he has said that this is one third of the Holy Quran. Meaning these short five verses, they epitomize, they summarize at least one third of the Holy Quran. Sure. What do these five verses say? Allah says in the Holy Quran, in, these, in this chapter, Say he is Allah the one, Allah the independent and besought of all. He begets not, nor is he begotten, and there is none like unto him. So this is the, the definition. These yeah. are the verses from the Holy Quran okay. which define our belief around God Almighty. It, as it's specified in here, there is only one God as Muslims believe. And we believe that the same message was given to all earlier prophets that came before the Holy Prophet Muhammad as well. That is, there is only one God. We find references to it in many other scriptures. Then it says, he is independent, meaning he does not depend on anybody. He does not have any weaknesses and he is besought of all, meaning others seek from him. Okay. People depend on him rather. And then it says he begets not. He, can, he does not need to have children, nor is he begotten, nor is he born. Okay. Because these are again characteristics of humans or uh, animals or in other ways the creation of God Almighty, not the creator himself. And there is none like unto him. And now this verse, you know, leaves no room for anybody or any being out there that can claim to be God beside one God alone, the creator of us all. So this is the Islamic belief that there is only one God and uh, he is completely different um, from you know uh, all the other creation of Allah the Almighty because he is the creator and the rest are his creation. Thank you very much um, Imam Tariq. So the Holy Quran as you stated is emphatic that God is one, unique, and he doesn't stand in need of anything. However, everything that you know um, lives depends on him. Correct. Yes. And then also, he doesn't give birth, nor was he giving birth to. However, as I stated, in Christmas, many Christians look up to Jesus Christ being born again in the month of uh, December on the twenty-fifth, to be precise. Yeah. And a vast majority of them don't see him as just a prophet of God who is being born again in their um, you know, concept. However, they see him as God himself who is becoming man, who turned into man and now is going to be born by a woman. Does the Bible in totality supports such a claim. Before I uh, give references from the Bible, I would just like to point uh, our listeners towards one other verse of the Holy Quran, that is from chapter 18, verse 5 and verse 6. It says that one of the purpose of the coming revelation of the book of the Holy Quran is so that it may warn the people sure. that have this belief that God Almighty has a son. Now, God is saying that this is one of the purpose of this book so that you give this teaching to, to your brothers and sisters who have this belief that God Almighty who created the universe and yeah. everything in that is that exists and from the beginning of time he has taught that I am the only God. Sure. Then how can someone come up with this belief that God Almighty has a son now? 
so this is the teaching given in the holy quran and and as you stated that uh, even the bible uh, particularly old testament and as well as some verses in new testament point to the fact that there is only one god it is not just holy quran that has presented the idea rather god almighty from beginning of time has given this very teaching sure. that there is only one god for reference i will pre uh, present from the bible it is from the book of isaiah chapter 46 verses 9 and 10 okay. and god says in there it is quoted okay. remember the former things those of long ago i am god and there is no other i am god and there is none like me i make known the end from the beginning from ancient times what is still to come i say my purpose will stand and i will do all that i please here look at this not once but twice, twice it yeah. has been emphasized that i am god and there is no other sure no son of god no, no yeah. other basically i alone in the am the god or even in the past. exactly then he says i am god and there is none like me so if some yeah. if if we ascribe the attributes of god almighty yeah. to any other being human being or some other angel or some other uh, creation of god we are going against the teachings given to us by god almighty over over thousands of years not just going against the word of the holy quran but sure, we are going sure. against the bible by believing that god forbid jesus peace be upon him a noble prophet of god was not a prophet rather son of god or even so god himself or god himself right so uh, bible itself is denying that and we as muslims we believe that bible at uh, at one point was a book revealed sure. by god almighty no, i think you said exactly. this on several occasions exactly and it contains guidance sure. if we look closely we will find it that still we will find that uh, jesus did not uh, sorry go, uh, bible denies that there could be any other uh, worthy of worship except god himself the only one god i'll give you another reference it's uh, this is from numbers book of numbers yeah. chapter 23 verse 19 okay the verse states god is not human that he should lie not a human being that he should change his mind does he speak and then not act does he promise <laughs> and not fulfill sometimes i find it so um difficult to understand yeah. how could such beautiful words be in the bible and then still people take jesus christ for god yeah how could that be correct i mean th these words are very similar to the words sure, mentioned sure, in the holy sure. quran which yeah, also yeah. teach yeah. about the unity of god oneness of yeah. god not three gods or um a human god or in flesh or anything like that these verses from the bible are very clear very clear cut very straightforward that god is nothing like human and human is nothing like god yeah. if, a, if there is a human then it is a human if there is a god if there is god then that is god nobody else can be like god almighty this is mentioned in the holy quran as well as in the bible so this this uh, reference as i have presented from the book of numbers chapter 23 verse 19 god says god is not human that he should lie not a human being that he should change his mind these are signs of weaknesses that are attached with humans and uh, i mean a very weak human he would utter lies and what not and do other things but even prophets of god who do not lie but because they are human they change their minds 
you know sure. naturally they they make some plans and some things uh, things are not yeah. exactly yeah. i mean we see that in the life of prophet jesus peace be upon him we see that in the life of prophet moses peace be upon him they decide to do one thing but some things don't go the necessarily the sure. way they plan sure. and then sure. they come up with a new plan right so this is this is not this is a normal thing but for god almighty that is not normal and only god is free from these from types of weaknesses sure. or these types of things that are associated with humans one other reference i will present in this uh, question that you have asked this is from 1 timothy chapter 1 verse 17 first timothy basically yeah. yes first timothy to 1 verse 17 verse okay. 17 and it says that god says now to the king eternal immortal invisible the only god be honor and glory forever and ever amen now look at this the only god the only god look at the conditions the qualities mentioned here of god almighty it says now to the king eternal the king of always forever and ever immortal now look at this any human that has come into this world sure. has died there none no human is immortal yeah, right including jesus peace sure. be upon him according to the christian belief sure. he, he he perished he died he suffered right invisible god is invisible yeah. according to the bible this is one of the traits of god when jesus becomes human or jesus comes to this earth and we can see him sure. he's no more invisible and he's no more god if anybody claims sure, that he sure, is god sure. so as uh, this is the when i read this this is th- the same words that i find similar in the holy quran sure, sure. that god uh, has these quality the only god again now there is leaves the no room only, only <laughs> leaves no room this these are f- this is from the english translation that we very commonly find even today be honor and glory forever and ever so i mean uh, uh, i f- as a muslim when i read the bible I find there so many references which point to the fact the same fact that is mentioned in the Holy Quran that there is only one God and that God has you know there's none no like no unto him no he, he has no partner and he begets not nor is he begotten himself these things are um visible to me whenever even I read the the old testament or the new testament thank well. you very much um imam tarik this this topic is very important particularly as muslims among the five pillars the first and foremost of the pillars that muslims adhere to is to believe in the oneness of god and in islam again one of the most um you know greatest sins is to worship anything any being besides god which is seen i mean uh, termed as shirk allah has said in the holy quran that um, he can forgive anything However there's one sin that he is not ready to forgive and that is to associate partners with him. In the Bible also God has said clearly in several verses where he says uh, I am the jealous God. Have I mean you should not have any god besides me and before me there was none and after me there's so with all these things sometimes as I stated earlier I I find it very difficult that you know people go to um church to worship however um associating partners with god which is the greatest uh, sin i i just want to add one thing sure, here sure. you pointed to the first pillar of islam yeah. which is the declaration that we declare there is none worthy of worship except That's god there is yeah. only one god and that muhammad peace be upon so him is his messenger this is the same message given by jesus peace be upon him as well 
If our Christian brothers and sisters are interested, they can take a look at uh, the book of John, Gospel of John, chapter sure. 17, verse 3. It says, And this is life eternal, that they may know thee, the only true God. Only true God. The word only. Only true God. So Jesus is be, uh, being told to convey this message sure. that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus whom thou hast sent. So it very clearly gives the same message given in Islam that there is one God sure. and Muhammad, peace be upon him, is his messenger. Sure. Here the same message is given. There is only one, one true God and, and Jesus, Jesus, peace be upon him, is the one sent, the messenger. Sure. Messenger sure. is somebody sure. who is sent. So the very same message is given in the Bible as well. And uh, this, I mean, again, when a Muslim, as a Muslim, when I read uh, the Bible, I find more and more reason to believe that Jesus, peace be upon him, was a very noble and righteous prophet of God, and he never claimed to be God himself. I think we would come to that side, whether he ever, um, in his lifetime, claimed to be God. But uh, we are looking at some of the weaknesses we human beings share, for which reason it does not befit the majesty of God to go through such weaknesses. For instance, we know from the Bible that among the Bible verses, the shortest verse in the Bible is, and Jesus wept. True. So crying, basically, weeping or crying shows a sign of weakness. He was beaten. Basically, he was beaten. He was stripped naked when he was put on the, on, on the cross. Looking at all these things systematically, God being beaten, God being stripped naked, God being lifted and put on a tree, on a cross. How does the Holy Quran, you know, see this, some of these things? And also, if there are some biblical, I mean, of course, we've stated a lot. But let's look at it. How can God be subjected to some of these, of these things? Uh, just look at this. I, this is uh, the examples you have given. I mean, they're very straightforward. Can anyone imagine the same statements being applied to the father? Sure. The biblical term sure. father, referring to God Almighty, the creator of us all. Can we imagine that can, can he be beaten? Can he be stripped naked? Can he be hung on the cross, put on the cross? Can he be you know, punished and hurt and persecuted in other ways? No, never. This is just unimaginable. This is just unimaginable. I mean, because we here, as we have presented from some, some verses of the Bible as sure. well, as well as the Holy Quran, that God is all powerful. God is, you know, again, f free from all weaknesses. Sure. Then it is impossible to imagine. A and I'm sure that even our Christian brothers and sisters would agree that they would never assume these things for, th for the Father. To God. Yeah, even yeah. for their own Father. Exactly. So what they are saying here is basically uh, when we hear it's 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 very straightforward that God Almighty cannot have all these weaknesses. There's a saying or a narration of the Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. It is mentioned, uh, he says that on the day of judgment, God will ask people that I came to you in, you know, without any clothes. Sure. You did not give sure. me clothes. Sure. I was hungry, you did not feed me. I, I was thirsty, some, you did not. Also in the Bible. Exactly. Similar, yeah. And companions asked the Prophet that, O Prophet of God, God is not in need of sure, all these sure, things. Yeah. Then how can we feed God? How can we clothe God? How can we give something to drink to God? Yeah. 
very valid question. The Prophet peace be upon him said that, yes, of course you are right, but when a person, a beggar comes to you asking for you know, food, for drink, for some clothes to cover himself, this is basically in a way God is saying that if you take care of him, you have taken care of me. Sure. So in reality, this thing is never not going to happen. Literally, this thing is not going to happen because God Himself is free of all these things. This, these are um, God is free from all these defects. This is what we need to understand that in not just in the Holy Quran but in the Bible also, when God basically we talk about God, God is all powerful. It is well, cl very clear and well understood that God cannot be beaten or stripped naked or put on the cross or going through other types of pain and suffering and you know, uh, punishments. It is a human thing that we, we are sometimes, uh, because humans are created in this manner, that um, there are many things that take place and we go through many types of sufferings, many types of pains. And for God, we, we believe that God is clean, clear of all these weaknesses and defects. He is the mighty and the most powerful. Thank you very much, um, Imam Tariq. I, under this, you know, weaknesses I, I mean, lifted or question you about is so sad to say the least and as Muslims we feel so pained when some of these things are attributed to God for instance we all pray to God as Muslim being Muslims or Christians or Jews or we all pray to God we cry we weep in our prayers how can you imagine when you are praying to God and you are weeping to God? God is also weeping or crying. Yeah, yeah. What kind of what kind of motivation does that give? The simplest example I could give is students going to school with the aim of being taught by a professor or a teacher. But then this student, you go to school one day and your teacher is solving mathematics problem and he's crying. <laughs> Does it give you, the student, any hope that this teacher is going to teach you anything, anything meaningful? So it is, it is so, so sad that, um, unfortunately, the majesty of God is subjected to some of these weaknesses because we know it is only human beings who go through some of these weaknesses. Yeah. Um, you, referred, you have referred sure. to the verse John 10, th verse 35. So yeah. John 11, uh, verse 35. And he, he wept. Jesus wept, yeah. right? Uh, this goes to show the the beautiful character, the nature of, sure. of Prophet Jesus, peace be upon him, that he was a sympathetic and kind human sure. being. Sure. But this uh, type of attribute associated to God only makes God weak. Because as you have sure. said that if, if uh, students come to a teacher, instead of helping, he's crying, he's, uh, he has a face that is, you know, disap with disappointment, sadness, because he cannot solve a question. Solve a question. So this is, as you mentioned rightly, I mean, this is a sign of weakness when it is associated with God. Uh, to a human being, crying is absolutely normal. It, he can cry because it shows his weakness, right? His sometimes, like in the case of Jesus, it shows sure. his kindness and sure. love for humanity. But again, in the, when, you, when you take it in the other direction towards God Almighty, it, it means we are saying that God is weak and he has no power. And instead of being able to help, all he can do is cry. <laughs> God forbid. So um, another weakness I want us to look at um, that we human beings go through is eating and sleeping. Yep. Um, yep. We read from the Bible that Jesus Christ, um, he ate and he also slept. 
what does the holy quran say about this yes as uh, um, you know the holy quran in connection to god yes yeah. definitely definitely the holy quran uh, as i mentioned men- says it so many times that god almighty is free from all defects all weaknesses and the things that you have mentioned eating drinking sleeping these are all weaknesses actually we eat because if we don't eat we will not we cannot survive we will not survive we will not live same thing with drinking and same thing with sleeping if we don't sleep if we don't take our rest it means we cannot sure. go on functioning a person very you know pushes himself does not sleep one day two nights one nights two nights eventually he is even if he is awake on the third day his functionality sure. will just drop sure. so because it is as human it is natural to s- take some rest to sleep and um, all these other things and then um when we look at the holy quran what does it say yeah. about god almighty sleeping in chapter 2 verse 256 we can start reading from sure. 255 and onwards it explains the attributes of god sure god explains he says allah there is no deity except him the everlasting the sustainer of all existence neither drowsiness overtakes him nor sleep meaning uh, drowsiness or slumber yeah. is like that when we are extremely tired and we are trying to put away sleep because you know Do- we have something to do or exactly yeah. so that is drowsiness god uh, says about himself that neither drowsiness overtakes him nor sleep to him belongs whatsoever is in the heavens and whatever is on the earth who is it that can intercede with him except by his permission he knows what is presently before them and what will be after them and they encompass not a thing of his knowledge except for what he wills so this is what is sure. god talking about and explaining um you know about his might about his strength about his uh, abilities about his power that he does not require sleep if a human requires sleep it is it is his weakness so as humans we do require sleep and we do require to eat and all these other things bible we we read about jesus peace be upon him he required to sleep he did sleep he did eat yes. and he dr- did drink and you know even the holy quran testifies to that it is mentioned in chapter 5 verse 76 of the holy quran sure god says the messiah son of mary was only a messenger surely messengers like unto him had indeed passed away before him and his mother was a truthful woman okay. they both used to eat food and god actually here is presenting it as an sure. evidence that m- how can someone claim to be god to be god when they depend on food to survive when they depend on food to survive so this is uh, this is the the belief this is the understanding given in the holy quran that god is someone who is free from all such weaknesses and anyone who requires eating who requires drinking who needs to take rest it means he he has those weaknesses and he needs to recover uh, or basically maintain um you know the basic requirements to survive and jesus peace be upon him uh, a prophet of god almighty was a human being and that's what he was and that's why he he's a role model an example for us because he was human like us and he needed to uh, follow all the restrictions all the limitations that the as humans nature, we have i mean the laws of nature laws of nature that we live by he had to live by those as well because he was a human not not god or son of god you know sometimes out of ignorance some people meet us and they say you muslims don't believe in god and they look at it from the point of view that we don't say god 
And for that, for the for the for the fact that we say Allah, we don't call God in the way they call God. They say we don't believe in God. However, with these you know references from the Holy Quran and also from the Bible, and you know some of the things we are sharing today, it gives the level of you know belief that we have in God that we cannot tolerate some of these things being attributed to God. Yeah. Looking at the the, the majesty of God as presented by the Bible and also the Quran and previous scriptures, it is, you know, tantamount to blasphemy to, to, to attribute any of these, you know, weaknesses Correct. to the majesty yeah. of God. Yeah. How can God, you know, eat? But if God is eating, then, I mean, how is he going to provide for us when he himself is also eating? Just take a look at, you go to restaurant to, you know, buy some food. The person who is seven is also eating. <laughs> I mean, they, they might end up keeping the best to themselves. <laughs> it, this, this, this is something that is, is so funny. And by attributing them to Jesus Christ, it kind of presents Jesus Christ in a very awkward position. Mm. And I think there is a verse in the, in the Holy Quran which clearly, you know, puts this question that on the day of judgment, God is going to ask Jesus Christ, did you ever tell mankind, tell humans, I mean, those that you, I sent you to go and preach to them, did you ever tell them to worship you and your mother? And by this, we should also make it clear that there are some, I mean, Christians who also worship not only Jesus, but also his mother. So God will put this question. And then Jesus Christ will say, God, you know better than I do. You know what is in my heart, and I don't know what is in your heart. Mm. I said nothing like this to them. And so long as I lived amongst them, they worshipped you as I, 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 I told them. And I'm witness only to this fact as long as I lived with them. As I departed from them, I don't know what happened. Mm. You know, you are the, the all-knowing. So if you are going to forgive them, then you forgive them. If you cannot forgive them, then God, the matter is in your hands. It is, I think, you, you have the verse... Oh. I, I just wanted to point okay. out one other thing, sure, actually, sure. something in related uh, to this. Uh, sometimes it is uh, explained or sometimes it is mentioned from our Christian brothers and sisters that Jesus, peace be upon him, was God, you know, and he came into this world as a human in flesh, sure. but he was still God. And um, so they may say that when he lived here, he, he had to take food and do all these other things. But I think one one thing needs to be made clear: we all, as humans, have been given mm, basically two types of bodies. Yeah. One is our physical body, and the other is spiritual body. As long as our physical body is alive in this world, we take food, we consume food, and that is what Jesus, peace be upon him, did yeah. as well. And when our spirit, when our body is basically this physical body is uh, is of no use when we die our spirit goes back to god almighty and then in that matter jesus peace be upon him or any prophet for that mat matter is not any special it's not a, it's an exceptional case it is a, it is a matter of routine and and souls do not require food physically or in any other way so again when we look at the example of jesus jesus peace be upon him turns out to be an example just like us sure the same body, the same things that, that we did as humans, so did he. In Isaiah, the book of Isaiah chapter 42 verse 8, God clearly states something here which I think um, we should share also with listeners. God says, I am the Lord. That is my name. 
I would not give my glory to another one or my praise to idols. And I think this is this is another thing that we can we can I mean um, elaborate on that God says He is not going to give His glory to another, any other person. God knew that in the future He was going to create Jesus Christ, yes. or He was going to send Him. And if He was going to send Him as a, as as God, as God Himself coming down in the form of human being, then God could have you know placed some kind of a disclaimer here. Mm. That I am <laughs> not going to share my honor with anybody except when I come in the flesh or except when maybe Jesus Christ or whatever. But several places in the Bible, God has clearly stated that I don't share my honor with anybody to the extent that when God says I am jealous God, using the word jealous, then we know that this is something that we cannot just joke over mm. and just, you know, make fun with and say, yeah, we, mm-hmm. we, we believe in God, however... Jesus Christ is also exactly. God. I mean, uh, we, I presented the verse earlier that God does not change His mind. Sure, sure. So it, it, it what, what basically people, some people believe is that Jesus, uh, sorry, God Almighty, at first believed differently that I'm the only true God, and later He changed His mind and He decided to, you know, send His Son and all these other other things. This goes against the words of God Almighty that He Himself has stated. Right, God, uh, as, as it as, as I read from Numbers, uh, chapter twenty-three, verse nineteen, God is not human that He should lie, not a human being that He should change His mind. So He could not have changed okay. His mind. Thank you very much. Let's look at another attribute of God, which yes. we don't find in all human beings. Basically, we don't have we don't find in human beings. This attribute of God is. He is seen as all-knowing. We, uh, we understand from the Holy Quran, from the Bible, that God is all-knowing. And every human being, basically, no matter how spiritual a person is, we cannot claim to you know, share this attribute with God. From the life of Jesus Christ, as the Gospels tell us, there are some incidents that did happen which indicated that he did not even know the future. And in some places, he himself said, that I mean, he did not know the future, what was going to happen. Could you take us through some of you know these um, weaknesses, as also this this kind of a disclaim that Jesus Christ could not be God with those yeah. kind of examples. When God Almighty t- uh, talks about when the Holy Quran or the Bible, whichever, talks about the only God. Sure. The attributes that are given to him is that he is all powerful, he is all knowledgeable. So the Holy Quran, one of the attributes is Alim, which translates to all knowing. Then in another place, it says in the Holy Quran, which I've quoted earlier, chapter 2, verse 256, his knowledge encompasses everything. So the only God, the true God that Bible refers to would know all these things would be aware of complete everything around him that is going to happen, that has taken place in the past and what not. But when we take a look at uh, the Bible, uh, what does it say about God Almighty? So it is 1 John chapter 3, verse 20. It says, If our hearts condemn us, we know that God is greater than our hearts and he knows everything. So as I mentioned, the same attribute that is mentioned in the Holy Quran... It's yeah. also believed by the uh, or sure. uh, put forth sure. by the Bible okay. that God is all knowing. That's who God is. But when we look at the uh, character of Jesus, whom we believe to be a human, a prophet of God, 
did not have knowledge of the unseen did not have knowledge of everything he only had knowledge whatever god told him Good yes yeah. besides that he did not have knowledge of everything so we take a look at uh, the book of mark gospel of mark chapter 11 verses 12 and 13 it's a very famous uh, incident i will quote from the bible it says sure. the next day as they were leaving bethany jesus was hungry seeing in the distance a fig tree in leaf he went to find out if it had any fruit when he reached it he found nothing but leaves because it was not the season for figs so look at this incident jesus sees a tree from far sure even though it is not a season of um, figs fruit, yeah. of that fruit but because this tree is filled with leaves it looks like that it it might be giving some early fruit so he is hopeful because he is hungry so he approaches it and what does he see against his hope there is no fruit on it if he was a knower of the unseen if he was that same god that that we read in the first john sure. chapter 3 verse 20 that he knows everything, everything he would have known that there is no tree even before he stepped towards it and then this uh, disappointed him so much that that he prayed against the tree cursing the tree cursing the tree. tree yes so if he had the knowledge he would not have gotten angry or anything like that but rather he from the distance would have known that there is no fruit on it and with, would not even have tried to go find a fruit looking for fruit on it i think this is a very sad sad incident um that when we attribute i mean the divinity we, we attribute divinity to um Jesus Christ may people upon him we are not you know bringing this points you know to bear to discredit Jesus Christ what we are saying as muslims we believe in all prophets and we know that all prophets without any exception went through some of these weaknesses we have spoken about eating going hungry crying being sorrowful praying to god and you know being beaten in some cases being i mean punished by the enemies and other things we 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 know almost all prophets went through this but then here is a case a mere human being who god out of his love for him had elevated him to be a prophet is unfortunately being equated to god this is 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 i mean the the incident you 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 read about you just quoted is is something that you know touches my heart to be to be honest here was a, a prophet of god and he's walked you know traveled and then he he saw a fig tree he saw a, a fruit his hunger basically overrided his sense of you know agriculture basically his his knowledge in knowing what season this fruit is ripe what season this because basically in in over here everybody knows the season that mango mangoes you know ripe correct if somebody tells you that today in this month go and get me mango you may i mean the, you may be thinking that either you're going to buy a foreign one but it's it's not sure you're not certain that you're going to get a mango on the tree in certain you know periods almost children are even aware of this so for a prophet of god and for that matter a bigger one of that nature due to hunger to even totally forget that it was not the season for that fruit is a, a, i mean a huge point to prove that he comes nowhere and not only him no prophet ever comes anywhere closer to the majesty of god because god knows yeah. everything god created everything and to make things worse when he went there and it was not the season instead of 
from what the Bible presents, we are looking at it from the biblical point of view. Instead of admitting his own guilt, his own weakness, that I he, do not yeah, know. Yeah, that I did not know. So at, at least next time I will know better. It, it is said that he cursed the, the innocent fruit. The How innocent can tree. we, oh. I mean, uh, yeah, inno innocent tree. How can we, you know, liken God? How can we reduce God to, to, to such a mockery? Yeah, and I mean, look at it. it was it the fruit's fault? The no. tree's fault that no. it was not bearing fruit in the season when it was not this, when it wasn't even the season for bearing fruit. And yet the tree was cursed for whatever reason. If I have a shop and literally most shops have, I mean, time, opening time and closing time. If I have to close at nine and then in your understanding, you thought I close at 10. You come there and my shop is closed. If you begin cursing, people are going to say you are not, you know, well managed. Yeah. Because it was your, it is your own mistake not knowing the exact time the person opens and the person closes. So sometimes some of these things, th which are also attributed to the the prophets, we we as Muslims would not even believe that this second aspect, Jesus Christ carrying the 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 Absolutely food, literally not. happened. We, we cannot know. We cannot accept that he did such a such 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 a thing. But then here we are looking at it from the point of view that he is seen as God. Can mm. God, you know, pass through some of these weaknesses we yeah. spoke about? When we look at the Bible, we see Jesus, peace be upon him, as a very humble and a very, you know, like a weak human being as we all are, as a weak uh, person, that we not weak as in to disrespect him, but to show that as humans are weak, so was he. He was a noble and a righteous person, but uh, physically he was just like us. He felt hunger and that's why he was there, you know, needing to eat and that's why he wanted there to be fruit, right? When he went there, he saw nothing. So again, I mean, uh, when we look at the Bible, we see Jesus, that he was very much human, just like anyone, any other person. The miracles that he has performed throughout the Bible that we read, they do not make him son of God or God, according to Islamic belief. And I think even the Bible, he said, I can of my own self do nothing except that which, you know, God... Uh, gives to me. So uh, when you're talking about the fact that Jesus Christ was um, a very humble human being, something comes to mind. Um, there's the Bible states somewhere that um, he was referred to as good, and then he quickly yes. uh, rebutted and said, "Why call me good? He was not even called God. He was mm. called just good." And he rebutted. If you have the um, the reference, if you could yes, share with us. Yes, correct. I mean, it's. The verse that you're quoting is from the Gospel of Luke, uh, chapter 18, verses 18 to 20. Okay. And I will read from the Bible. It sure. says, A certain ruler asked him, asked Jesus, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus responded by saying, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, and you shall not give false testimony, honor your father and mother. Serious. This is what he explained. And he said that don't even call me good. good. Don't call me perfect. Don't call me even close to because perfect. I'm a human being. Because, because I'm a human being. If you want to call someone good, no one is good except God alone. Alone. So this is, I'm quoting from the Bible, that Jesus, peace be upon him, said that. And he did not say that once I die, then I will also become perfect or something like that. Then you can call me good. 
Well, he simply denied. He said there is only one God and he is good and he is perfect. Me, you should not even call me good because again, as a, uh, he was a humble person, he was a good person. And him, him knowing the, the, the weaknesses in him, he said, don't even call me good. We find similar, um, you know, character in uh, other prophets as sure, well. Sure. Holy Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Right. Wherever when people praised him, he said, no, praise no, don't God. Pra yeah, don't praise, don't me, praise me. And Jesus, peace be upon him, just being a noble prophet like Prophet Muhammad or peace be upon so him so. or any other prophet, Prophet Moses, Prophet um, Abraham or Adam, just like them, very much like them, being a humble, humble human being, said, don't praise me, praise God. Praise God alone and that is it. Imam Sahib, you know, so when we were children, we used to hear a lot of stories. Some fancy, fancy, you know, stories. But then when we grew up, having the ability to read and comprehend, you know, whatever we, we, we read, we came to know that some of these stories are something just to entertain children. And we don't use some of these instances in our TVs and our, you know, our public speeches because we know they have no solid base and other things. Correct, yeah. As Muslims, we respect the religious, you know, views of Christians, Jews and whoever. But then I believe our brothers and sisters who are Christians, some of them do not believe in some of these things, you know, Jesus Christ being God and other things. Some of them I know have come across Christians who do not believe in some of these things. So they, they even make my, my work very easy when I'm having, I mean, a dialogue with them. But then for those who, you know, have heard some of these stories from childhood and they think that that is how, sometimes when, interestingly, when you read some of this from the Bible, they want to know which particular Bible are you, ref are you reading this from because they have never seen or heard, it, mm -hmm. heard, heard, heard about it yeah. ever. And it is interesting that a person who did not want to be called good how do we call such a person God? Correct. Yeah. It is, it, is, it is a very serious thing. And with this, I'll bring us to, um, I think, possibly our last you know, point we're going to talk about because um, time is uh, fast going. We're going to take a look at whether Jesus Christ ever called himself God. And I think it is almost a direct link with the, with the, with the immediate um, you know, past verse you, you recited. Did he ever call himself God? Is when we read the Bible, we always see Jesus differentiating himself in a way sure. from the Creator, the Father, and what he was, a prophet. I just presented before sure. Luke 18, 18 to 20, verses 18 to 20. And he there said that, don't call me good, only God alone is good. Then we look at another verse. This is from the Gospel of John, sure. chapter 14, verse 28. It is quoted that Jesus, peace be upon him, said, I go to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. Father Serious? is greater, greater than, than I. I. He says, I'm not equal. I'm not even close to him. When I die, when I pass away, I go to God, just like any other human being. <laughs> all of us. Because we are c uh, accountable for what we do, and we will be held accountable. So just like I and you and all others will go, so will Jesus, peace be upon him. He says, I go to the Father, father is greater than I he very clearly says that don't like I mean he dif d d distinguishes himself completely uh, from God Almighty saying that I uh, he is far far greater than what I am I'm only a human being he is God so this is I mean again very very clear 
Then again, I will. Um, there's other verses in the Bible as well which reject the notion of Jesus being God at sure. all. From uh, the book of Job, chapter 25, verse 4. Job, Job uh, the prophet Job. Basically. Yes. Okay. It is said, How then can a mortal be righteous before God? How can one born of woman be pure? I'm quoting from the Bible. The Bible. How can one born of women be pure? That is, anyone who is born of a woman cannot be pure exactly. to the extent that to be qualified to be called God. And we look at the example of Jesus, peace be upon him. He was born of a woman and rather only of a woman. If we are talking about Jesus being God, then this verse completely denies that notion. <laughs> right? Because he said that the, the prophet is, uh, or the book of Job is telling us that someone who is born of a woman cannot even be pure, let alone be called God sure. or, good you know, or, or anything. Or yeah, exactly. Or even good. It says cannot even be called pure. So this is just one other example. I'll give you another example here, um, which is another very popular example. This is from taken from uh, the Gospel of John chapter 10, verses 33 and 34. So basically the situation is that people, the Jews have gathered sure. to, to stone Jesus peace be upon him or to, to persecute him, to hurt him. And uh, he says that, you know, uh, he says that why do you stone me? So I'm reading from John 10, 33, 34. The Jews answered him saying, for a good work we stone thee not. He's asking me for what? Why do you? Yeah, why do you stone me? He said, we don't stone you for any good works that you've done. But for blasphemy, <laughs> and because that thou, being a man, makest thyself God. And now look at this. So Jews are saying that we are not persecuting you because you do good things or what you do. Sure. But because you say that you are God. Now this is the perfect opportunity for Jesus, peace be upon him, to say, Well, yes, I am God. How can I say sure. I am not? Right? This is a perfect opportunity. Or it is a perfect opportunity to show his power, the might that God is supposed to possess. But look at him, what he says. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law? I said, You are gods. He said, It is written in your law that ye are all gods. You're all gods. Yeah. So he does not say that I am God. He says that, if that meaning is to be taken and applied to me or to anyone, it is written in the scriptures in many places that ye are gods, you are God, you are son of God, you are children of God. Sure. Not just for Jesus. Humanity in general we has become called children of God. Sons of God. We're all sons of God. Nobody would prefer to be called son of Satan. Absolutely not. Exactly. So we see these examples so many times in the Bible and Jesus, peace be upon him, very clearly denying, uh, even though it was a perfect opportunity for him to show, one, number one, his power, number two, say that, no, I am God. So what else do you want me to say? But he said, no, isn't it written in your scriptures that ye are all gods? So if I do say somewhere, have used the term God, it is only in that sense. Sure. Right? Referring to uh, the Old Testament, I believe this is from Exodus chapter 7 sure. verse 1 where it is being told that uh, more than, you know, basically humans or prophets have been referred to as gods. Right? So again, this the meaning, the Jesus peace be upon him clearly here is that he denies being God. I mean, I presented the example of Exodus 7 1 
um, it says there then Lord said to Moses see I have made you like God to Pharaoh that is it right now here Moses is sure. being told by God that I have made you like God to Pharaoh however I mean, I mean people no. did not worship him people did not worship Moses peace sure. be upon him people do not believe him to be God, God. we understand that this is figurative uh, this is a way of speech which has nothing to do with literal believing of Moses as God and the same applies to Jesus I would just request my brothers and sisters um, who might believe in Jesus peace be upon him as God or son of God to look at the Bible Bible is very very clear very straightforward and explains that Jesus peace be upon him was a mere human being a prophet of God but a mere human being not God not son of God a prophet of God a messenger of God and this is the message that he kept on giving he kept on telling his disciples and and people around him so it is unfortunate to have a belief to ascribe a belief to a prophet that he did not even put forth I think um one thing time is almost um you know we are very soon bringing the pro the program to an uh, to an end but there's one verse i want you to explain that is um john chapter 10 verse 30 where jesus christ said it is reported to have said that i and my father are one and i think this is one one verse which has misled you know a lot of people into thinking that when he says i and my father are one it means they have become, I mean, he's like God or he's God himself. Uh, this, these are expressions we use on day-to-day, -day, you know, basis. We, we use it. People, somebody saying, myself and my wife, we are, we are one. Or, I mean, can you uh, elaborate on this? Yes, no, you, you have absolutely I mean, uh, explained it very nicely that this is just an expression to show the attachment that two people, closeness, yeah. closeness that two people enjoy right that's all that that is the meaning of this i mean the the reference that that john 10:30 is the same verse that i quoted sure. from afterwards sure. so i'll just read it again it says john 10:30 jesus says i and the father are one so it says again his jewish opponents picked up stone to stone him for saying that for saying that <laughs> but jesus said to them i have shown you many good works okay. from the father for which of these do you stone me we are not stoning you for any good work, they replied, but for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, claim to be God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law that I have said you are gods? If he called them gods, Jesus is saying, to whom the word of God came and scripture cannot be set aside, what about the one whom the Father set apart at his very own and sent into the world? So here, I mean, again, you, you can sense that what Jesus, peace be upon him, is saying is that I'm not God. Sure. I'm not claiming to be God. God. I, anyone who is associated with God, termed like yeah. God or sure. son of God or children of God, is used for them. That is exactly what he is saying. And that is exactly what he put forth. So when Jesus, peace be upon him, says, I and the Father are one, that is something that, um, uh, I mean, I... Me personally, sure. I wish that I am yeah. able to say that sure. as well. Sure. You know? Yeah. Because I believe that uh, my goal in life should be, be yeah. that I become so one with, yeah, God, with God. Right? I mean, this is even today in English, we use this as, in, as a way of speaking. In weddings, in, I mean, during weddings, even the Bible says that a man and a woman shall leave their parents' home and marry and become one body. One body. I mean, this one, this one is almost like that. Become one body. However, we don't see any husband and wife becoming, you know, one uh, merged, you know, body exactly. body into that exactly. piece. So it is it is an expression we use. Exactly. So it will be, 
you know, very sad that if this is the the, the source of um, you believing, know, believing yeah. that Jesus Christ yeah. was God. I mean, it is taken out of context, and the verses that follow give a very clear indication. Sure. I mean, unfortunately, because over the years, this is a very known fact that many verses of the Bible have been changed, have been taken out and different things like that. So it sometimes it can be a challenge to see through these things. But still, even today, we see so many references available sure. to give this very clear proof that Jesus, peace be upon him, a very noble and sincere and you know devoted prophet of God Almighty. He was a prophet, a human being, not God or Son of God. And I believe we have shared not less than 15 references from the Bible and several references also from the Holy Quran. And I would say a very big thank you for you know joining us today on Voice of Islam Jamaica. And I should also say a very big thank you to our listeners uh, for who are without whom Voice of Islam would not be the program it is. In the course of the program, they can always contact us on our number 876-283-9533 uh, by WhatsApp message or even a call could, could, could do. And also this program and previous programs are available on voiceofislamjamaica.com. If you go to that page, you'd find this program there and also some previous episodes. Until we come your way next time with another interesting episode from here on Voice of Islam, it is love for all, hatred for none, and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Salli ala Karim